This is the Feminine Podcast, the official podcast of Feminine, discussing all things Femme, a little bit of EM, and everything in between. I'm Jenny Beck Esme, editor in chief of Feminine. It's been a little bit since you've heard from us, and that's because I have really been doling out the last of the Fix 19 content slowly so we could savor it. Without a, a real classic Fix 20, we don't have a bunch of Fix 20 lecture content to bring to you. Um, so I was just kind of savoring these last few pieces. But today feels like the right day to bring you our final piece. This is from Dr. Diane Birnbaumer and Dr. Tracy Sanson, and they need very little introduction to the feminine audience. You've all heard them speak at, I think, every single fix. They are well-known, well-respected educators and speakers throughout emergency medicine. And in this talk called Your Voice and Your Value, Lessons from the Speaking Circuit, they share their lessons from being these expert speakers with you. And I felt like now was the right time to bring this piece to everyone because we're coming up now on the spring conference season. And it made me think about all of these fun talks that everyone's preparing. And yes, this year is going to look a little bit different than years past with all of our spring conferences taking place online. But I am cautiously optimistic that we have a more normal conference future heading our way. And so now is a good time for everyone to kind of be brushing up on some of their speaking skills. Additionally, I wanted to send a huge thank you to Envision for sponsoring the Feminine Speakers Bureau. And if you haven't gotten yourself up on the Speakers Bureau yet, or you feel like you need to update your bio, get in touch with us because we should be making that Speakers Bureau as robust as possible as these conferences are hopefully going to be returning to normal. Okay, enough from me. On to Dr. Birnbaumer and Dr. Sanson for your voice and your value. Enjoy. Well, I have to tell you, I feel like this is hallowed ground. After two days of this, isn't this an amazing, this is an amazing place right now. And Fix It for me is a gift to myself. This is my third. Tracy's been to two, I've been to three. Um, and this is a gift to myself. And I will tell you, I'm gonna be at every fix as long as it goes. And I'm going to embrace my age. I'm not going to be up here, but I'll be out there. I'm going to embrace my age and like have a feminine purple walker at some point. But I'm coming back every single year to this thing. So we're really excited to be here at this sort of last wrap-up. And this particular talk was born from a conversation that we had when we were doing a, a talk for the Revive Conference that was just done last February. And as our conversations tend to do, it meandered kind of off target a little bit. And we got to talking about our lives as educators and our lives as what we've done as speakers. And kind of it got to be a little bit of a bitch session and a little bit of comparing notes and realized that we learned a lot of things along the way. We've been doing this collectively for over half a century. We have more than 5,000 lectures between the two of us and had everything go wrong. So we figured that we could come up with something that we could propose to fix to bring that to you. So basically, it's your voice and your value, the lessons we've learned from the speaking circuit. So that was great. We sent it in. We got the proposal accepted. It was very exciting. It was wonderful. And then it's you have to put the talk together. And we sat down and talked about it and realized it's things that kind of bubbled to the top. We really talked to each other about what we learned from the speaking circuit, fell into a couple big boxes. One of them was, we are stopped frequently where people will say, oh, I saw your name on that brochure, or I saw you speaking at this conference, or I YouTubed this, and so how do I get to do what you do? How do I get to speak to others? How can I like, get up there on the stage? How did you get to do what you do? And I think what we both were hearing was, how can I have some impact? How can I have some influence? And maybe I can have a little income. 
Is there a way to do that? So that was what kind of bubbled up. We thought, we'll focus on those things. The other thing, though, that Tracy brought up as we were talking about this is the path that we took to get here is not the path that you're going to take to get here. We both started our careers carrying carousels of slides. In fact, I dumped an entire 140 carousel full of slides two minutes before a lecture at one of the ASAP meetings. It, it just, it's not your world. The world that you're going to come up through is going to jumpstart your career in an entirely different way than what we had. Ours was different. That being said, there are certain core things that anybody in this room or anybody who wants to be a speaker and try to kind of make a go of it of being sort of a career, you have to master. One is you have to find your voice. The second thing is you have to master the skill of speaking. And the third thing is you have to determine your value. So let's start with finding your voice. So what the hell am I doing up here? Seriously, I asked my that as I walked up. What am I doing up here? What makes me think I'm an expert on this? What if I fail? What if I forget something? What if I sweat? What if I, all of those what if I's keep coming up? And can I just gush for a second? This is a girl crush gush. I'm on the stage with Diane Birnbaum. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Seriously. I mean, it's like, uh, I can't even say. I won't. There's a rabbit hole that we go down. And it's a true rabbit hole. I am not blowing smoke at you right now. I know you're probably thinking, ah, oh, what, come on. Seriously? No. Um, so this might be too much information for you, but uh, I have a, a little bit of a constipation problem every now and then. <laughs> Just a little. I mean, it's not a big deal, but it's there. But my anxiety response is a GI response. So I find that lecturing regularly keeps me regular. <laughs> it's true. And it's true. So you can have given decades so and thousands of sweaty. talks and still have that feeling. And so here's, so who are we? Who are we? Competent? Somebody throw me another one. Confident? Driven? Intelligent? And yet, when somebody says to us, get up and be a public speaker, get up there and throw you soul bearing a lot of the things that we heard here, what are the two questions that come up? And I think Brene Brown summarizes those two questions. They're the two questions that stop us, that block us from reaching our potential, and they are, am I worthy and will I belong? So why do we do it, Diane? Well, what to do is you have to find your voice. You basically have to figure out what your superpower is. You need to trust that you're worthy and then find what drives you. You just heard two days of amazing things that are passions for people. What you need to do is find your voice. Find what you want to do. Find what you want to say. You want to have an impact and you want to have influence. Trust that you are worthy. Take your message and look what we just did. Look what just happened here. And every single one of you can be up here. We were talking in the back about people that sent in their, the, I sent a proposal and then, and, oh my God, it got accepted and I have to actually do it. You absolutely can do that. But you have to find your voice. One of the things about making this a career if you decide to is you've got to pick something that is sustaining to you. 
whatever that is. Because if you end up successful in this, you're going to be asked to talk about that over and over and over again. So it's some, seriously, it's good. It has to be something that you love. So find your voice. Find your superpower. Find what drives you. Tracy is one of the best people as far as professional te teaching people about professional development and leadership skills and a clinician educator. I love being a clinician educator. Find what that is that drives you. Find your superpower and go for that. But I have to tell you, once you've decided that, you have to learn the skill. Tracy, how do we do that? So how do you become a high-impact speaker? How do you become a speaker? Well, there's three big ways. One, you can be famous. If your name's Kennedy or Kardashian, you'll probably be asked okay. to speak. Two, you can do something strikingly unique. I don't know, cut off your arm with a pocket knife. <laughs> On a transatlantic fight, flight, take juice bottles and oxygen tubing and make a pleurovac. Those are striking things that will bring people back. Land a plane in the Hudson, right? I'm not sure all of us are going to be doing that. So what is the way we will probably be asked to speak? And that is consistently serving your audience. Consistently serving your audience. Taking what, and what Diane said, pick something that matters. And then take what matters to that audience. Now what you've heard up here, climate change, bias, maternity um, or family leave policies. It's also D-dimers in PE, pain management in sicklers. You want to take what matters, then you put the time and energy into it, and then you bring that to the audience that needs to hear it. How do you do that? I mean, how do you learn that? Well, what you really need, actually, is mentoring and networking. We'll talk a little bit more about networking in a second, but what you need in this is a mentor. Mentoring, and every single person up here this week, every single person had a coach, every single person, and you can see what they got from that. And I'll tell you, the coaches got more out of it than the mentors, the mentees did, I guarantee it. We learned so much. You need to have a mentor and you need to have a coach. And how do you do that? Well, first of all, I get first dibs on Dr. McNeil, mine, mine. I get Dr. McNeil as my mentor. But the reality is you need to find a mentor and they're everywhere. So look around you. The mentor to help you get there is maybe on this stage, is maybe in the office next to you at work, is definitely in this room. Is it an AWIM meeting or an ASAT meeting or on in the C-suite of your, wherever. Their mentors are everywhere. And if you want to be a speaker, having a coach is very handy. So find someone who's done it before and they can coach you through that. And if you've done that, you've found your voice, you've developed your skill, you have your mentor, you have your coach, you're ready, how do you get out there and do it? Well, I think it's networking. It's taking those opportunities that are out there. I'm going to be very frank here. To become a great speaker takes time. It takes practice. Oh. It takes putting yourself out there. And what Diane said to, alluded to in a second, that things have changed, I'll tell you the way I learned to speak as uh, I started with Scientific Assembly for ASAP. Here's the problem. I had to wait for another year to apply and to get accepted. If I was in your neighborhood, if I'm in Austin, I'm in Tampa, I happen to be in Houston, I'd call you up and say, do you have any space in your didactics? I'm gonna be in your area. My daughter's playing lacrosse, can I come talk to you? If you had a um, sorority meeting, if you had a church group meeting, if you had the women's club meeting, I'm telling you. So this is probably at least 10 years ago, they said, come speak to us about menopause. 
man, I read up all about menopause. <laughs> I went and gave this huge lecture. And then when it hit, I'm like, I did not know a damn thing. I didn't know a thing. <laughs> oh, they say, oh, this little hot flash. What the hell? Your life just goes. So you find every kind of opportunity out there, regardless if you know the information or not. But what I do think is, is important is that that networking, that getting out there, that making those connections. Here where I think things are going to change. It took me years of experience and doing it to build the credibility to where somebody would say, come speak to us. That's changing. That's coming down now. I spent 20 some plus years building that, slogging here, slogging there, going there. Now, where were they? They're sitting up front. They're doing podcasts where they're here. They're writing blogs. They're shrinking this down to getting your message. Because here's what you want to do. You want to take that idea, take whatever small ideas, and throw it out there. And figure out what works. And figure out what your style is. And then try it again. And try it again. And what we're seeing now is by the Facebooks or the podcasts or I'm trying to figure out TikTok. All of these places <laughs> that you can project yourselves, learn your craft, and then make it better each time. So what we're seeing is a shrinkage now yes. of being seen as somebody who's credible and has the experience and will be asked to get up and talk to people. So at this point, it's just do it, right? I, I'm, at, I'm here. I'm ready. You need to get out there and just do it. So if you do, what happens when you have the podcasts or you do a lecture somewhere like this and someone hears you and they really love what you talked about and they want you to come speak to their group? Is now they going to come to you and say, come speak for us? Well, the problem then is, how do I value what I do? Like, do I ask for airfare? God forbid, do I ask for a hotel room? Gosh, honorarium, should I be asking for honorarium? How do I value what I do? And I'll give, tell you two things about women. We undervalue our work ridiculously. It is insane, it is absolutely insane. We have, we were laughing on the phone call, we have both done lectures that we've paid to be there. I mean, come on, seriously, we, we all undervalue our work. So one of the things about this, as you start to explore this, is if you are doing a podcast, or if you're doing a lecture somewhere, ask. Ask people what they've done, people who've done this before, people you know like up, us up here, anybody else you know, ask what did you, what, what did you charge? What did you think? What did you think was reasonable here? And I will tell you, don't just ask women. Ask men. They have amazing chutzpah to ask. <laughs> I had another word in there, but I would, but to, to ask. <laughs> to ask for, ask what men ask for, because it is amazing. We both have had situations, she was just telling me recently, you don't undervalue, don't let yourself undervalue yourself. And the second thing is learn how to negotiate. Please learn how to negotiate. I will tell you, I am the biggest failure in that on the planet. But don't follow in my footsteps. Learn how to negotiate. And Tracy had this great idea of, of thinking about negotiating for yourself as if you were negotiating for somebody you know is just kick-ass great. Negotiate for the person that as if it's not you, but it's somebody else that you love and know and know they're great. If you negotiate like that, you'll be successful. And there are lots of venues then to go negotiate, places to go lecture, etc. The model I follow to try to make some income at this is I got hired by someone. I basically got hired by someone who's in the CME business and I underballed what I asked for. It was just my fault. I didn't, I didn't negotiate well. In fact, when somebody says yes instantly, mm, 
too low. Too low, it's like, oh, can I have a take back for a sec? Can I like redo that one? Yeah, so that's, that's one option. But there are other ways that you can actually make an income at this. Yeah. So I do think it's important to realize we get up here to speak because we want to influence. We want to impact. It is very possible to make it income. Speaking can be your side gig or emergency medicine can be your side gig and speaking can be part of it. I am a firm believer that you ask another woman to negotiate for you. Diana Great and I are talking on that, and I'm like, this is what I would say about you, and this is what I would say you're worth. See, what's the problem with that? Why can't we speak up for ourselves? Because here's what you're inherently saying. If I don't believe in myself enough to say, and I'm not asking, I'm telling you what my fee schedule is. If I don't believe in myself enough, why should you believe in me? So there are things that you can do. There are great ways to make money. Sometimes you are actually reimbursed, paid for it. Expenses, you can get where they give you a clip of the video. You can use the video. It's expensive and it's time consuming to make this part of who you are. You want a website. You want a good website. You want to develop a speaker's page that says who you are. Know what your bio is. Know what you stand for. What is it that you chose at some point that matters to you that you are going to bring to that audience? What's the problem you're solving for them? So you know that. Then you work on what is your fee schedule? Do you have a contract? What if you've taken off time to work, you have now flown out there and they say, oh, we decided not to have it or not enough people showed up, or it's next Tuesday. Have contracts that support you and keep you safe in those type of situations. Learn how to have an email that goes out to people. Have cards so when somebody says, do you speak? You say, here it is, and it's a way to get in touch with them. Put the code on the back, so all they have to do is take the picture and all of your information comes up. This takes time to get those things going, but then when the opportunity's there, you're ready. The netcasts, the blogs, the things that give you the credibility and show that you have the experience to be out there that's working. There are other things that you can do. I've lectured on cruise ships for the last 15 years. My daughters have been to 38 different countries, and I never paid a bit for it. There are different ways that you can be reimbursed if they don't have the finances. But if you're not saying up front, what's the name of our thing? I have a voice. And a value. This is my value. They're not going to just give it to you. And it's very possible to do those things. What we want you to do is leave here and do great things. Well, we just basically stand up, find your thing that you want to do, find your voice, d develop your voice, and figure out your value. Yeah, we are called. I think we're called to take whatever our message is, our experience, our expertise, our life events, and make sure that we get those out to the people that are around us. Becoming a great speaker will change your life, and it changes the lives around you forever. There is somebody out there that needs to be influenced or inspired by you. There's an audience out there that needs to hear your message. And we said this together, you are one stage away from changing a life. Thank you. Thank you.